I think the reason why most of us are coming to church here is because we'd like to go to heaven. I don't know. Kind of, everybody kind of agree with that tonight? That may be the only part you agree with me the whole night right there, but most of us want to go to heaven. Who am I? I have no respect for justice. I maim without killing. I break hearts and ruin lives. I am cruel and malicious and gather strength with age. The more I am quoted, the more I am believed. I flourish at every level of society. Who am I? My victims are helpless. They cannot protect themselves against me because I have no name and no face. To track me down is impossible. The harder you try, the more elusive I become. I'm nobody's friend. Who am I? Once I tarnish a reputation, it is never the same. I topple governments and ruin marriages. I destroy careers and cause headache and sleepless nights. I wreck churches and separate Christians. Who am I? I spawn suspicion, spawn suspicion and generate grief, make innocent people cry on their pillows. Even my name hiss. Not everybody shout and run to the door. I am gossip. I am gossip. I read an article today because of our president having passed away. I believe his 41st president having passed away. And the article said none of the presidents since him, since, let's see, all the presidents before this present president probably could not be president of the United States anymore because they probably couldn't handle what's going on in our America. Because some of them could not have handled what is going on and what's going against our president. Never seen anything like it in my entire life, folks. People cannot find anything good to say about our leadership. They only look to find everything bad they can possibly say. So when you start looking at the media, internet, and all those things, I think there's an epidemic of gossip in our world. A lots of things are being destroyed because of gossip. This little thing up there, it says, I know some of you can't see it, it says, Susan, have you heard about Judy? Hold it right there, Linda. I'm sick and tired of this awesome God. I refuse to be a part of half-truths and exaggerations any longer. Any longer? Then just tell me what you've heard so far. <laughs> Since you're not going to get any more news, just tell me what you know so far. <laughs> Profanity. Insults. Lying negativity, tism, complaints, <laughs> criticism. How many people would say those are all bad things? Some of you are scared to say anything tonight, aren't you? 
I would say those are all bad things. Well, this one should go on the list too. And gossip. All the sins of the tongue are deadly. Gossip is a particularly deadly sin, folks. Gossip has destroyed more people, tarnished more reputation, broken more friendship, and split more churches than any other sin, folks. Gossip is quickly told, quickly heard, and quickly spread. <laughs> Worst of all, gossip is quickly believed. <laughs> quickly believed. People will confess to theft, adultery, and even murder, but no one confesses to gossip. <laughs> no one will confess to being a gossiper. Gossip, we're going to show you in just a minute. The words of a talebearer are as wounds and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. Proverbs 18 and 8. The words of a talebearer, or we can just put it this way, the words of a gossip are as wounds. They hurt. I know people say, well, sticks and stones may hurt my bones, but words can never hurt me. That's a lie. Absolute lie. <laughs> the New Testament Greek word for gossip, you, you can pronounce it yourself, is literally a whisperer, a person who whispers behind your back. That's a gossip. Gossip is talking about people behind their backs. Here's another one, a little cartoon that said, I heard you've been talking about me behind my back. Who told you that, sir? Someone who was talking behind your back. <laughs> That's the truth right there. <laughs> there is no on, honor among thieves and there's less honor among gossipers. It's interesting. I remember hearing somebody one time tell me, you know, for years they'd listen to this person gossip and gossip. And then all of a sudden they gossip about them. And I still remember their words. They said, I can't believe they would lie about me. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. For all these years, you've been sinning with them. Ooh, boy, it's getting quiet in here now. Ooh. Oh, my. The Greek scholar Godic describes a gossiper as one who pours out his poison by whispering in our ears. By whispering in our ears. With a telephone, we don't even have to whisper behind people's backs. We, can, we just badmouth them over the phone without their knowing. With the advent of email, gossip spews forward through the Internet onto the computers in our homes and workplaces. Thank God for that Internet. Whew. I know some of you are not going to run aisles here tonight. Here's another one, trying to lighten it up just a little bit. My New Year's resolution is to stop wasting my time on local gossip. And man, he's so happy about that, finally to hear that. And she said, thanks to the internet, it can be global now. So it doesn't have to be local gossip anymore. It can be global gossip. Gossip is when a mind and a mouth are out of control. Gossip is when a mind and a mouth are out of control. I taught this four years ago, and it got about the same response then, too. But 
Gossip is sin. Some of you aren't shouting amen. But you can repent later. Gossip is casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people typically involving details. That's gossip. See, we have these crazy ideas of what gossip is. Let me give you this definition. You can't read it, but I figured you'd think I was lying if I just did it, so I cut it out and then scanned it. A person who habitually reveals personal or sensational facts about others. And a sentence you use, the worst gossip in town. <laughs> the worst gossip in town, or the phrase, the worst gossip in town. Idle talk or rumor, especially about the personal or private affairs of other light, familiar talk or writing. Or writing. That's gossip. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's not gossip because it's true. Truth, so it can't be gossip. Folks, it doesn't matter if it's true or if it's a lie. It's if you're doing it when that party's not there. I got verses. I got more Bible. I want to ask somebody a question here. What verse in the Bible holds higher importance than another verse? None. So the verses about this are just as important as the ones about there's one God and his name is Jesus. And to be real honest, more damage is done by this than anything else in the church. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gossipers speak of the faults and failures of others or reveal potentially embarrassing or shameful details regarding the lives of others without their knowledge or approval. That's gossip. Saying bad stuff about people when they're not there. That's gossip. True, false, doesn't matter. Here's what we really should think about. I wonder if I would really like them to do that to me. I probably would like to do unto others as I would have them do unto me. Ooh, good stuff. Everybody say amen. amen. Good, you guys can do it. All right. Even if they mean no harm, it is still gossip. It is still gossip. Gossip is sin. Did I mention that before? Here's another one. If you put information up on a sign and put gossip on a sign, look who all, where they're going to get in line. <laughs> Everybody wants to hear some juicy news about somebody. That's what's driving our media today. Our media is driven on trying to destroy the president of the United States of America. Find every Folks, I don't know if you guys have noticed it. We have a pretty strong economy. How many times have you seen that in the liberal media talking about how strong our economy is and how many jobs are being... How, how often do you see that? That's right, you don't. But do you want to look for all the negative stuff? Go ahead and find it. This is not my opinion. They have done the whole thing where they've done the whole testing of all of the medias and it shows the majority of the coverage for the President of the United States is negative. Folks, we're dealing with spiritual things spiritual things and it can get in the church we need to be careful because this spirit is rampant right now in this nation and a lots of people are getting hurt 
We don't need to hurt one another, and we don't need to hurt anybody outside of this church. Oh, this is good stuff. James 3, 1 through 8, and I'm going to, I've got it on slides so you can see it, but James 3, 1 through 8, and most of you know these verses of Scripture. Four years ago we saw those. My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, also the ships, which though they be so great and are driven by fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very, a very small hem, whithersoever the governor listeth. Huh. Even so the tongue is a little member, and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Yeah. I tell you what, gossip can be more dangerous than that big old wildfire in California just was. It killed a lots of people, but I've seen a lots of people killed with a tongue. You have too. And the tongue is a fire in the world of iniquity. Wow. So is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beast and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and hath been tamed by of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame it. It is an unruly evil. Everybody say an unruly evil. Full full of deadly poison. And folks, when you don't have the Holy Ghost, you're dangerous. Oh, that's good. Isn't it so interesting when you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Does anybody know what the sign of receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost is? <laughs> I wonder why that is. Because maybe it's such an unruly member and it's so deadly and poisonous that God wants to make sure we get that thing and get it under control. The flames of hell ignite gossip. It's <gasps> strong, Pastor. When we listen to gossip, we give the devil a foothold in our lives. Boy, no, I'm telling you, we aren't having people running the aisles tonight. I'm telling you. Whew. When we listen to gossip, we give the devil a foothold in our lives. You say, you, you don't know what we're talking Years ago, I, we, I was told some stuff. I should say my wife was told something. She relayed that information to me. I came to church that next service. I walked into the door of the church, and you know who the first person came up to me and I shook their hand? Was the very person that those people had said that bad stuff to my wife. Do you know what thoughts came into my mind? Instead of looking at that individual and thinking about them being, hey, that's a good Christian man. That's a great guy. That's, that's the first thing I thought of is, my word, this guy's... Just recently, I had somebody in this church come to me and say, so-and-so said this to me, and I hate they told me because when I went to work, that's all I can think about. I can only think about the negative about that person, and I hate this feeling. I hope nobody tells me anything anymore. Can anybody relate to what I'm saying? It's hard to get that out of your mind. And even, let's say it's weeks, months down the, down the road, all of a sudden, 
that thing pops back up again. Whether it was true or false, you don't even really know sometimes. But the problem is, it's damaged the character of a person in your own thinking. The worst thing we could do is for us to hurt one another in the palace of praise. Even if we don't verbally do it and hurt them, we can hurt them by our very own thoughts about them. Especially if that person then is moved to a position of leadership, then that stuff you got in your mind can then become a justification. I don't have to follow them because da, 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 da. Folks, that's wrong. It's sin and it is evil. Somebody not running aisles. I got lots of verses we can use. When we speak gossip, we're speaking at Satan as what Satan wants us to speak. And the old saying goes, a gossiper is the devil's postman. A gossiper is the devil's postman. You deliver. You deliver his mail for him. You do his job for him. He's an accuser of the brethren. So you go and say, you know, I can't believe brother so-and-so did this, this, and this. You just delivered his mail. Why? You just took negative about him and gave it to somebody else. That was his trash that you put in somebody else's box. I hope we understand how dangerous this can be. How detrimental it can be to the palace of praise. Not just the palace of praise. In our homes, in the district, in the apostolic movement. I'm telling you, look at our nation. There is a spirit that's running rampant and that is destroy everybody you can with lies and gossip and negative talking, folks. I had somebody the other time said, well, you don't really share lots of details. Right. <laughs> and what's your point? I'm not going to be the devil's postman. See, there's a lots of stuff I know that you never hear because I'm not going to be the devil's postman. There was a person that we had dealt in here with the palace of praise. I looked at that person when they had made a decision to not come around, and I told them, I said, I'll never tell anybody in this church. I said, because when you finally get things right and you pray through and you want to come back, I said, you will walk back in without your pastor having saying anything negative about you. But you know what? It wasn't a week later, and boom. Thank you, saints. You were saying it. I didn't need to. They're this and that, and they're doing this, and they're doing... Boy, it's quiet in here, isn't it? Boy, I must be doing really good. I'm sure glad that you guys went ahead and gave me my birthday gift and my anniversary gift <laughs> Sunday, because I don't think I'd get anything. Thank you for that gift, too. That was very nice. But I didn't have to say it because you were going around saying it. I heard it coming back, and I'm thinking to myself, my Lord and my God. I want everybody to know that because I stood in the pulpit and told everybody. I got lots of verses, folks. I don't think we understand how much damage we do to people. So when they walk back in, we don't have all this trash in your mind about them that they did this, this, and this, and this, and this. When they come back in the door, our arms are open and saying, hey, I'm going to pray with you because it don't matter what you've done. Come on. Doors are open. Here you go. But when they come in, the problem is we put so much junk on them. When they come in, they're just covered with trash and all kinds of junk in their life. Woo, I am doing good. Woo. 
for every tree is known by <clears throat> his own fruit. For of thorns men do not gather figs, nor a bramble bush gather they grapes. Hmm. A good man out of the good treasures of his heart bringeth forth that which is good and... <gasps> I can't believe what that verse says. And an... And an and a what? What did the Bible say? Evil. But I'm a good person. Well, something's wrong here. And an evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil, for of the abundance of the... His mouth speaketh. If you feel like you got a gossip a lot, there's something wrong. This is good. I think I actually got a more warmer reception four years ago when I talked this for Angelo. You guys got my back, don't you? Okay. <laughs> Protect me up here. Now, some of you are saying, why do you need this? The reason why we need this is because we need a church that's different than the world. Not just in how we dress, but how we act. This should be a haven of safety for everybody. I've got your back. I hear something about you, it stops here. And it may get this. You, need, you don't need to be talking about that. Matter of fact, you need to be just praying about them and not say anything about them. Boy, this is good stuff. Woohoo! I feel like running the aisle already. Now, you ready? A person's issue who speaks negatively about others isn't rooted in the mistakes of others, but in the unrighteousness found within their character. The issue, the gossip, the go they're not the problem. You're the problem. And I got some, lots of good stuff tonight. I never repeat gossip, so listen carefully. <laughs> not going to say it twice, I'm only going to say it once. So get really close and listen really, really well. You guys ready? How about some verses? Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. That word means as not concealed or not hidden. Whatsoever things are honest means honorable. Whatsoever things are honest are honorable. Whatsoever things are equitable in character or act, by implication, innocent, holy, innocent, holy. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are pure, properly clean, that is figuratively innocent, modest, so then we need to be modest in more than just dress? Oh, perfect. Chase? Clean? Pure? Oh, whoa. Whatsoever things are lovely, oh, friendly with towards, that is acceptable. Whatsoever things are of good report, everybody say good report. Good report. That's going to make those bones fat. Uh-huh. Woo, and who wants to be skinny, huh? Uh-huh. 
well spoken of. Well spoken of. If you don't have something good to say, shut up. Was that too hard? Let me team it down just a bit. If you don't have something good to say, shut up. This is good stuff. You may not going to hear this at every church, but you're going to hear it at the Palace of Praise tonight. That is, isn't this good stuff? Ready? If there be any virtue, excellence, and if there be any praise, laudation, con, con, concretely, a commendable thing. Oh, I'm going to say good things. What are we going to do? I'm going to think on these things. I'm going to think on this. You do yourself a great disservice to listen to trash. Because you are damaging your thinking. You are polluting your mind. You should think about good things on about good things about good people. So when you come to church, you look at me and say, Gabe is a great guy. Because last night they were trying to memorize that verse in Bible quizzing. And but folks, boom, he got that verse just like there, and he got, was it a Dutch Brothers card? And he got a Dutch Brothers card, and McDonald's fired him today because he got a Dutch Brothers card. Supposed to be drinking coffee at, at there, so. So he got that excellent job, good job. Look at this. Think. To take an inventory. <laughs> that is estimate, literally or figuratively, conclude. Take an inventory. Inventory. Can I ask you a question? What's in your inventory? Can I ask you a question? What you've been putting in your inventory? What are you putting in your stock room, in your head? What have you been putting in this mind of yours? What have you been putting right here for you to think on? Because whatever you're putting in, that's what you're going to be thinking on. And can I tell you, negative thinking, folks, will hurt you physically. It will hurt you spiritually. It will hurt you mentally. Folks, you need some good positive stuff in this world we live in. Look for good stuff and put it in your mind. Because it will strengthen and help you, folks. Amen. Look at this, true, honest, just, pure, lovely, good report. Oops, i got to start my clock for how long I've been teaching. There, now we're started. True, honest, just, pure, lovely, good reports. Before you can say something, you've got to think it. So if you are thinking true on... Well, no, I've seen some people say stuff. I know they didn't think about that. <laughs> I'm going to think of it. But for the most part, before you say it, you're gonna, it's going to go through this mind of you. So if in your mind what you have there is things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, and good reports, that means good stuff's going to come out your mouth. Because that's the good things. That's exactly what he said a while ago, out of the abundance of this heart. The mouth is speaking. Can I ask you a question? If you're always finding negative about everybody, you should look inside. Because something inside of you is not right for you to look for the negative people. 
It's not about them. It's about us. If it was about them, then you would just be one person, but it's not. Evaluate yourself. It's this one, and 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 this one. Then it's not about all of them. It's about <clears throat> you see things through whatever your eyes allow you to see. The eyes of your soul, the eyes of your mind, that's what you're seeing. So if there's junk on your eyes, what you're going to see is a bunch of junk. Oh, this is good stuff. Think. Everybody say think. Think, 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 think. 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 If it's true, if it's helpful, if it is inspiring, if it's necessary, if it is kind. Think. Before you speak or put it on the internet. <laughs> think about that before you do that because I know some people haven't put thought before they put some of that junk on there. Politician this week. Bless her little pee-picking soul. She posted a tweet and everybody, both sides, both sides of the aisle was talking her, say, are you serious? 21 trillion, that's the whole budget, not just a bunch of money sitting in a bank. Hello. You should think about that before you do that, okay? We've got to protect our mind. Have we not mentioned that the battleground of the soul is where? The battleground of the soul is the mind. Folks, gossip will destroy your mind and set you up for failure. Because, it look, the devil's throwing darts. And thoughts come in our minds and thoughts come in our way and things are coming up. We've got to protect our minds, folks, every way we can. Oh, did I mention this? I, okay, I wasn't for sure if I did. I thought I'd just mention that one more time. Gossip is sin. Titus 3, 1 through 7. Whew, some of you are thinking you're at the dental office tonight. <laughs> Get your teeth pulled. Titus 3, 1 through 7. Is put, put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers and to obey magistrates and to be ready to every good work, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse loves and pleasures, living in malice and envy and hateful and hating one another. That sounds kind of bad stuff. But after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior, toward man, it appeared. That stuff is what we used to do, but now, because of the kindness and love of God, Something's different in our lives, folks. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. If we genuinely have the Holy Ghost, it's going to regenerate our minds. We're not going to think like them. We're not going to look for negative. We're going to look for positive. Oh, this is good stuff, folks trying to help the palace of praise. I'd like for us to all go to heaven. Which he shewed, show, showed, whatever that is, shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Ready? That being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life, Titus 3, 1 through 7. Are you ready? Did anybody see that phrase in there? It says to speak 
evil of so how many people can we speak evil of how many hmm. now the word evil there means to vilify to defame rail on or revile evil in that verse go look it up for yourself if you say something negative about somebody and defame them you're speaking evil of them and look at what the verse now which verse has more importance than the other verses that's right this verse is just as important as all can I ask you a question uh, <clears throat> so how much sin will keep you out of heaven I can have just a little bitty 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 bit <laughs> you know I read a verse the other day in church and it said this and they said I cast out devils in your name I did many mighty works in your name I did miracles in your name and he said mm -hmm. he said I never knew you wait a minute you don't understand I'm a great person I am this I'm that I'm sure I think this will probably be one of the items that keeps a lots of people out of heaven that think they're going. Because if that Bible's true, and I think it's, uh, I think it is. I can give you lots of verses, and we are going to be a second Bible study because we don't have time to do them all tonight. Look at all the ones in Proverbs. Look at all the ones in this precious, precious book, folks. And folks, it clearly makes sure that you understand it's sin. Look at that, to speak evil of no man. So how much evil speaking can you do and it still be all right with God? None. Because if you do, then you're violating the word of God. And Acts 2.38 is right. And this verse is right. Oh, this is good. The most dangerous weapon in the world, including in the church, is the tongue. More people have been hurt by a tongue than, than guns and bullets, folks. <laughs> okay, you're saying no. How many people in this house have been shot before? How many people have been shot before? Okay. How many people have had something negative said about you? Now, you can go ahead and raise your hand because you may not know it, but it has been. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Because everybody has had something negative said. But now you ready for this? Now this is the time when we can be honest in the house of God. How many individuals in this house have ever said something negative about somebody? <laughs> Come on. Everybody has said something negative about somebody. We're all in this. Nobody's perfect around here, folks. Every one of us get caught up in that deal. <laughs> Come on, let's just be honest. It's just it's human nature in us. <laughs> Ready? Don't tell me how much you pray or read the Bible, but tell me how much you do not say detrimental things about others. <laughs> Woo! I feel that. Nobody else feel that. Speaking and listening to negative information about others is a choice, and it is a bad choice. Look at your neighbor and say, that's a bad choice. <laughs> bad. Oh, did I mention this? But pastor, I need to know so I can take them to the Lord in prayer. <laughs> I 
just needed to know more information. I was in a meeting one time, and that's what the person asked. I said, why in the world have you been asking everybody, trying to find out negative stuff about me, and saying all the junk you've been saying? It? This person, I just needed to know. I just needed to know. I just needed to know. No, you're a gossip. <laughs> that's what you are. And that's it. Bottom line, folks. <laughs> Pastor, I just need to know so I can take the Lord in prayer. That's baloney. That is not true. You're feeding your addiction because gossip is an addiction. Whew. You're saying, oh, don't, don't teach. Here we go. Count how many times a week you engage yourself in discussing the affairs of a third par- person. They're not there. You're discussing it and we're talking about the third person. Score your own paper. And you don't have to bring it up and show it to the class. (laughs) Okay? You may feel you have control over what you speak and how much you speak. I've dealt with people with addictions. But here's a big, 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 big telling sign that you have an addiction. But strangely, you never feel motivated to stop speaking. You may feel you have control over what you speak and how much you speak, but strangely, you never feel motivated to stop speaking. An alcoholic don't realize they're an alcoholic, but they can't stop drinking. And when you try to tell them an alcoholic, they get angry with you for telling them they're an alcoholic. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not either. I'm not an alcoholic. Their brain's pickled, and they're not an alcoholic. Look, ready? That's an addiction. That's an addiction. When you never feel the need to stop doing what you're doing that's detrimental to you, that's an addiction. Did you hear me? When you feel like a drug addict never feels the need to go ahead and stop doing what they're doing. They may in their times when they're down... Yeah, I know I need to stop this, but they can't stop themselves. They keep going back to that high. Gossip as an addiction is a sweet cover for our failures and ugliness we carry within. Now you say, where'd you get that? That's from some research I did and a book I got, and that's what it's talking about right there is gossip and the danger we have. That's not for me. How and why has the world become so addicted to gossip? The reason is that those that gossip and who listen to gossip do not view themselves as being important, but they do view others as being important. I've said this many times, many times. I've said you, lots of times your biggest gobs are people that are insecure because they get their value not in who they are, but what information they can get. Because I have value because I learned something and I can tell you something and then that makes me look like I know or it gives me value. Because in this world, everywhere, information is valuable. That's the reason why you got all your media outlets. Why? Because they're pouring out the information and they're billion and billion dollars in that field. And all they're trying to give you is information because information is valuable. And it's the same thing. When a person has no value for themselves, i got to get my value from somebody else. 
So I'll get that value from here. And then when I take it over to Darrell and say, Darrell, you know this? And then it's like, hey, I'm in the know. Look at me. I'm pretty smart here. I'm the one. Here. Did you know I told you that? Did you know I'm, I, I, got, I got big ears? I heard it. You also got big mouth. Boy, nobody's running the aisles tonight. I'm telling you. I didn't know this was going to be this hard tonight. Shoo. Should we stand and kind of shake a little bit or something? I don't know. I thought I was just teaching a regular old Bible study. The problem with listening to gossip is that you do not just listen to it with your ears or see it with your eyes. You hear and see it with your heart. And that eventually wounds the heart. The heart becomes wounded because you have temporarily filled an empty space with negative and hurtful information and you cannot do that with it not affecting you. It will affect your feelings, it will affect your emotions, it will affect you mentally, it will affect you spiritually. That's the reason why I'm teaching this today. It's because I'm trying to help the church to be more spiritual, to increase, to be better. Amen. This is good stuff here tonight. Amen. I think I'm just going to send this around to everybody in the district. Amen. So who committed the greater sin? He who made a mistake or the person who talked about it? <laughs> good question. You want, you want the truth? Both are wrong. Both are wrong. Folks, we don't cover sin, but we've got each other's back. I don't have to tell you what they did because I can tell him and talk to him about it and say, hey, God, help them, strengthen them, give them. If you want to go to somebody and tell them all about your faults, that's all right. You go do that because that's not a third party. You are welcome to go and tell them. I just want to let you know how big of a gossip I am, how bad I am. I just want to let you know. We don't do that, though. We talk about the third person. Here's your verse. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. I'm almost done, folks, and I've only been teaching 15 minutes. <laughs> you guys see that verse? It says, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. If you have never made a mistake and you don't ever plan to make another mistake in the future, I guess you have a right to go ahead and talk about others. But if you have made a mistake in your life, you have absolutely no right. Boy, it is really good in here. I'm just, I'm feeling good because I know I'm right inside the book. I got lots of verses. I'm going to stop after this next one. I got more, but it's, we're, we're, we're plowing a little deeper than I thought we were plowing. <laughs> I thought we'd just kind of go, go across, put a little fertilizer, and we'd mow on down the road here. So it sounds like we're doing pretty good tonight. Hey, man, I like this. It's good teaching. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. Look at your neighbor and say, hey, pastor loves you. <laughs> And I'm not targeting anybody here, so somebody relax. 
Okay? Some of you are thinking, oh, he heard. He heard what I said. <laughs> Relax. I'm just trying to do. I taught this four years ago, and I decided, I've been in prayer, and I thought, okay, I'm going to stop on the oneness of God, and I'm going to teach just a little house maintenance here going into 2019, because I want us to really be, when I tell you what our, what our theme is for 2019, I want us to be ready for us to receive what the Lord has for us for 2019. I want us to have things out of our life. I want our ground to be clean. I want everything to be right. I want us to be ready to help one another, build up one another. That's what I want us to do. I want the people around us, not just, just the, the, the people in the world, but I want even the apostolic churches to say, you know what, I never see anything negative about people on their Facebook and on their stuff. That church never has a bunch of junk about other people on their Facebooks, on their this and this and this and this. You never see them tweet something bad about that person or negative about that person. They're always being good about that. That's a Christian. And what happens and when people read that, they, it encourages other ones to take their game a next level and clean things up. We can affect people, folks. Amen. How many of you want somebody to gossip about you? Okay, none of us. So then let's treat them the way we want to. And as we end, I'm going to end on this one. Before you speak, I know this is going to be difficult. Think. Before you speak, think. I want to ask you a question. Is gossip sin? Is slander sin? The Bible says, speak no evil of how many people? No man. You ready? Again. Think. T, is it true? H, is it going to be helpful? I, is it inspiring? N, is it really necessary? And K, is it kind? Think before you speak. Use the acronyms of that very word right there. True, helpful, inspiring, necessary, and kind. And if it doesn't fit in there, folks, guess what? Don't say it. Don't say it at all. Let me just make it clear. I don't have any of you talking bad about me that I know of. And if I do, I don't want to know. So nobody come and tell me. All right. I don't even want to know. So I'm not targeting anybody. I'm just telling you. I'm just teaching a Bible study tonight straight out of the Word of God. So everybody just relax. Take a deep breath. But I am going to tell you this. If you have a problem with this, there's no difference than having this addiction than have an addiction to alcohol, to heroin, to cocaine, to pornography. There is no difference as having an addiction to gossip. Because as much as those will keep you out of heaven, this will keep you out of heaven too. I want to go to heaven. How about you? Amen. Okay, look at your neighbor and say, I, I, I hate to say this, but that was good. <laughs> I hope you've endured this Bible study tonight, but it's a good Bible study, and maybe we'll do the other half at another time because there's a lots of verses and Proverbs I want to go to. But anyway, think on. Let's all stand. I'm so glad you came to the Bible study tonight. It's 8.30. I got you out of here. I've only been doing about 18 minutes, I think, or so. But anyway... 
I want us to help one another around here. I want us to protect one another. I, I, I remember telling my kids when they were going up, I said, I don't care what if they're saying that about your brother and sister, I better never hear you saying it about your brother and sister. <laughs> we're family. You protect one another. We don't cover sin, but you got, you got their back. You don't be talking about them like that. No way. That's what dad would say. <laughs> Is that true? Is that true, guys? Am I not telling the truth? Guys, don't do debt. What happens in our house stays in our house. You don't go tell everybody else that so-and-so done this or so-and-so did that. We're not covering sin, but we're not going blabbing it everywhere either. Boy, this is good. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, thank you again for coming to the Bible study night and for our impact on Friday night. We got impact for all of our kids to be here. Hendrickson's work crew on Saturday. And guess what? We're going to have church on Sunday. But you're going to have relief. You know what it is? Bishop will be teaching Sunday morning, all right? And you're going to get a little break here, all right? Lord, we're thankful again that you gave us an opportunity to come to your house tonight. We're thankful for your precious word. God, you are great, Lord, and greatly to be praised. And God, Lord, I want to do better, Lord. Help me, God, I pray with my conversation, Lord. Help me, God, in every word that I say, Lord, to be more positive, Lord. Pray, God, that you would help me, Lord, not to be critical, God, or look negatively at other people, Lord, but you would help me, God, to be positive in everything I do, Lord. Look for the good in people, God, to speak good, that, Lord, I would be used by you, Lord Jesus, to speak and lift up and build up those that are round about me, God. Pray, Lord, you would protect my mind, God, and also, Lord, forgive me of anything, God, that I have done, that I've said, that I've hurt other people, Lord, negative things that have said, oh, God, that may have hurt souls, Lord, I pray, God, that you would forgive me and help me and strengthen me, Lord, that I may build up the body of Christ every day with the words we say, Lord. Help me, God, with the things I think, that my mind would truly be the mind of Christ. And to you, Lord, be all glory and honor and praise. In the name of Jesus, we give you all glory. Hallelujah. Amen. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah.